Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. If you're looking for clarity on your passion... Sign up for my free five-day email challenge today on my website at www.neliahut.com. That's www.neliahutt.com to sign up now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Today, I've met another incredible human being. His name is Roger Williams. Welcome to the show. How are you, Roger? No, I'm, I'm great. Uh, a little tired, uh, working on different time zones, but you know, uh, besides that, I'm doing well. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm in Canada, and it is 6.30 p.m. here, and Roger's mm-hmm. in Italy, and it's midnight, so I appreciate him coming on today for sure. So um, once I introduce you guys to him, you'll know exactly why I wanted him on the show. So Roger uh, Williams, he's a writer, a podcaster, an adventurer, and chief crosser offer of his bucket list. After more than 30 years working in the youth development and teaching field, a year in quarantine, and two heart attacks, Roger embarked on an adult gap year to prioritize a life in which he is known not by his professional work, but by the way he lives his life and the people he grows relationships with, which I love. (laughs) Now he is traveling around the world, hence he's in Italy talking to me at midnight, and he's crossing off items on his bucket list and inspiring other people to do the same. So Roger, I'm inspired. So you're doing it, you're doing it. I'm so glad that you took the time today to come on here and and talk to us. You know, there's so many fascinating things about this topic today. So, yeah. Okay. So I've heard, you know, we've all heard about this bucket list thing idea. And how did you, how how did you even get interested? Like, how did this all begin with you? I know. Oh, and he's also, so the podcast, his podcast is called Crossing It Off Podcast. And I have to mention that right off the top because it sounds amazing. Thanks. So yeah, I think with like a lot of people, I was sitting at home during quarantine and uh, had a heart attack and just kind of after that was thinking to myself, what, what am I doing? What, you know, why, why am I here? What am I doing? And so for me, a big part of that had to come down to where I found my self-worth. And so often we find our self-worth in what we do to sell our labor, right? We, we, we all have labor that we sell to somebody or something, some entity. And my self-worth was very much caught up in that. And it was very difficult, especially you know, being from the United States where if someone asks you what you do, you say, 
<laughs> I do this and I, and I do it for this person, right? I, I'm a software engineer and I do that for Microsoft or whatever it is. That's the first thing we say. And I really started taking a hard look at that and going, is that really what I want to be known for? And part of the issue for me was is that as a teacher, as an educator, with so many other professions the same way, we're almost guilted into doing our jobs. We're, we're told that you know, our value lies in, in what we do and that we should be grateful and thankful that we get to do this job, right? I get to help students go on to college. I get to help students become you know, productive adults. That I should find myself worth that. Do it for the kids. And so I really found myself giving more than my 40 or 50, right? I talk about you have 100, we all have 165 hours in a week, right? No more, no less, 165 or whatever it is. Yeah, 165. And so if we sell 40 or 50 of those and we sleep for 45, you've still got close to 70, 80 hours a week. And if you don't have good boundaries with your work, like I didn't, you would be working, you know, they don't really call it work, but if I'm so tired when I go home at the end of the day, that all I can do is watch TV, that's eating into my time. If I'm so exhausted mentally from all the challenges that my day faced, I can't interact with my partner or I can't interact with my friends like I want to. And so there's, I think there's this big lie going around that's being pushed by corporations and institutions that say, you need work-life balance. We want you to have work-life balance. Everybody needs to have work-life balance. Yes. And the bottom line is, is that I sold you 40. And there's no way that that 40 balances out to my 70. I, I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, so I mean, there probably may be some math out there that it does. But, I, but for me, the, there is no work-life balance. Mm. There should be work-life boundaries. But corporation institutions are probably the last entities that want to promote that because then they'll they'll lose out from all the extra work that we do mentally, physically, all those things. Yeah, and who doesn't want that? Like, I mean, they'd have no employees, right? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Well, I mean, they could have boundaries. I mean, you could set boundaries, right? Uh, I worked in youth work for for a long time, and. I was in San Diego when the, the push to talk phones, does anybody remember oh. the push to talk, talk phones? <laughs> and, and there's a guy in our office that he's like, everybody in the office needs to have one of these. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, No one needs to have that much access to me, right? Instantaneous exactly. access. I mean, the text is bad enough, but like instantaneous access to be able to just talk to me randomly, you'll know what I'm doing. And I was like, no, you don't. We have to have boundaries, right? And, and we just don't do that in Western culture. We just don't make those boundaries real and because I think we're fearful of, well, if I, don't, if I don't do this extra piece or if I don't put in this extra time or if I don't you know, completely kill myself in my job, then somebody else is going to take it or somebody else is going to get the promotion or whatever. And the reality is if you really look hard, that never really happens, right? I mean, <laughs> never, okay. it's just, yes. yeah, it's this myth that we think that, you know, I got to work harder than the next person because I might lose my job or they get the promotion yeah. and I don't. And working hard doesn't mean you have to sacrifice all the rest of your life, you know? You're right. Yeah. You can put in, yeah, you can put in the 40 hours, put in a good 40 hours and that should be enough, right? So, so my big thing is after my, uh, my heart attack, I, I was in lockdown and I'm just looking at myself and I'm like, I want to be known for more than, than what I do. 
I want to be, I want to be known for how I live my life and how I integrate other people into that. And so I went to all my social media accounts and I changed my job to being the head crosser off of my bucket list. <laughs> um, I had, I had had one for a long time in my head. I think a lot of people do like they have like, Oh, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. That'd be fun. But until you like really write it down and see it on paper or see it on the screen or whatever you're going to do it, it needs to have space. It needs to have like real space, not just floating around in your head. But once you put it down on paper, it's just like, it makes it more urgent. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so for me, the first thing I wanted to do when I looked at that bucket list was I, I needed to do something big, right? I needed to do something really big because I'm, I've been a procrastinator in the past. I've not followed through on things. I'm like, I'm going to do something really big. So then I, you know, I'll get this jump started. So I did the Camino de Santiago, which is a 790 mile or excuse me, 790 kilometer uh, trek across Northern Spain. And that took me, took me about 32 days or whatever it was. And, and I, and I did that in the middle of the pandemic, right? We, you know, every morning I would wake up and go, is Europe going to open up to me? Is, are there going to be hotels available? You know, are restaurants going to be open? And, and every day I just had to tell myself, nope, I'm, whatever it is, whatever it takes, whatever. That's part of the thrill though, isn't it? It's yeah. not having it so planned. Like there is some worry in there, you know, am I going to be able to finish this thing with everything yeah. closed? But that's a bit uh, of the thrill of it, right? Too. Yeah, it did, it did kind of uh, <laughs> put some excitement into it. Uh, especially after I bought my plane ticket and equipment, <laughs> you know, it's uh, like, okay, I've spent some money now, so this better happen. Um, but yeah, it was just a matter of, you know, going on faith, going, okay, whatever, whatever I need to do to make this happen, I'm going to do. So you talked a bit about why you created the list. Now mm-hmm. we just got to figure out what the heck is on that list. But before we go there, you know, uh-huh. there are many, many of us who, um, even though we, we love our jobs, like there are people who are doing meaningful sure. work and who love their jobs. It's not just about people hating their work, but right. life is so much more than that. You know, it, it is, you know, there's so many students that between high school and college or college and university, or they take that year or they take that gap trip. And who's to say, because, you know, we turn 19 or 21 and, and um, we have jobs and then we have families and we have education and then we've got all these things going on that that's all there is that's so sad to me that is so sad that people have this you know step one step two step three and then you die and that's it I love people that challenge that right challenge the schedule and 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 that's so why that's why it's so exciting to me so I love that we're talking about this (laughs) yeah um, it's amazing a lot of people don't know this but since 1975, Harvard has been sending a letter to every incoming freshman that says, if you want to take a gap year, we will hold your acceptance. Really? Yes. Every student that's gone to Harvard. That so much. Since, yeah, since 1975. And yet, yet in this country, we don't, in the, in the U.S. And, and probably Canada too, we don't look at the gap year as a thing that's really, uh, you know, as important do of it a ritual as it can be yeah because it's not you know a lot of students that i worked with they didn't know what they wanted to do they didn't you know they go to college and they have to figure it out while they're at college and so but we we tell everybody it's it's like you know the culture at least in the states is that you know <clears throat> you 
you get good grades so you can go to a good school so you can get a good job so you can buy stuff and that's that's never that's, have time to use it right it's like that's 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 what it's all about i, my, I have a, i have a um running uh, argument with my partner about buying a house and i'm just like i don't want to buy a house it's not because i don't i one i can invest the money someplace else but two I don't, I don't want to have, I don't want to be house poor. I don't want to be house chore poor time-wise, you know, there's yeah. so much that goes into, into owning a home that it's just like, it, it zaps everything from you. And so I really try to try to tell younger people, you know, now's the time when you're going to decide how the rest of your life is going to go. Uh -huh. Yes. Just like you were saying. And so how are you structuring your life right now so that experiences can be more important than stuff hmm. and that's just so counterculture to what we try to do and what society is telling us to do and it's it's important you know a lot of people say well don't call it a bucket list because then you're focusing on death, well, death. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm okay you want to call it a bucket list that's fine by me you want to call it a life goal list or whatever you want to call it it really doesn't matter to me i really don't care I'll, i call it the point where you start to really live yeah yeah your life list or living list or i mean you can call it whatever you want but just figure out how how do you do those things that excite you that that bring you joy right mm -hmm. not that like you said not that work can't bring you joy but there's so much outside time outside of that those hours that you sell to be able to have more joy in your life and that's really what i'm trying to promote to people is how do you figure out how to bring joy into your life through experiences and doing stuff? And mm -hmm. we were talking a little bit before we started recording and, you know, bucket list is your bucket list. I can't tell anybody what to put on their bucket list because I don't want anybody judging mine. Right. So <laughs> I, I just crossed off getting knuckle tattoos. I, that's not for everybody. Let's I, see, let's see. I want to see them. Right. Cool. I love it. Do no harm. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to put, I don't recommend putting, you know, knuckle tattoos on your list if it's not your thing, that's fine. Um, so it's figure out what is, right? And we were talking, you and I were talking about um, just, you know, I spent a lot of money to go on the Camino, right? I spent five grand or six grand, whatever it was, and 32 days of vacation. And, you know, I spent, and I had to put out a lot, but I know I have a friend that just has a bucket list with um, learning recipes on it. Mm. Like they, they, they want to learn how to cook Thai food. That's like their passion is they want to learn how to cook Thai food. So it's like, okay, great. Then which one's, which one's your favorite recipe? Let's do that one. Right. <laughs> or let's you know, just start somewhere. You know, it doesn't have to be these grand crazy things, you know, like I'm experiencing right now. It's, you can you can choose things that even like I know someone has on the had on their bucket list repair their relationship with their mom, mm -hmm. right? That doesn't cost anything. It costs cost some emotional stuff, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, capital, and it costs some time capital, but it doesn't cost money, right? Or or even like reconnecting with somebody that you've you know gotten unconnected with. Mm -hmm. There's there's no reason you can't you know, maintain relationships with anybody you want to these days, super cheap, super free. You know, I, I remember my best friend and I have been friends for over 35 years and, 
he was serving in the military in Germany uh, in the 90s. And I would call him once a month to maintain that relationship. And it would cost me like $100 mm-hmm. to call long distance for an hour, right? Right. <laughs> <It's in Germany. laughs> and I was like, my ex-wife was like, well, that's your, that's your fun money. That's your spending, that's your budget. You've blown your budget on one phone call, right? But we don't have to do that anymore, right? We don't have to, we have to, that's, that's like twice, that's twice the cost of my cell bill now, right? My my cell phone bill. So we have access just like we're doing right now. We have access to maintain those relationships. So if that, put those things on your list, if you, if you, you know, don't want to raise your retirement fund like I did to, to go out and travel the world. I mean, it's, it is your list, right? And you can put whatever you want on it. I know so many times we're judged in life. Don't let this be one of the things that people judge you for either. You know, you just, you just have to go for it. And I love that you said that because, you know, some people that are opposed to doing it, either because they associate it with, you know, you're going to die or they associate it with, well, I don't have the money to travel the world or they associate it with something else. I love that you mentioned that because it could just be, well, I love my work, but I'm not helping anybody. I'm going to end it, start my own nonprofit. Or it could be, you know, I want to, I don't know, do a family project where the, you know, all of us, I want to do one big thing with my family that promotes this, or it could be a little bit of everything. It's okay to have selfish things on there and have, you know, unselfish things on there. It's okay. (laughs) I love that because the, the whole topic of this show is giving starts with you, right? And honestly, burnout and unhappy people are everywhere. And I think we have to remember how to get back to, it's, you know, the notion of it's okay to do something for myself. You know, like, I know, like we get it now at this age, but when I was growing up, nobody told me that. I was like, oh no, are you kidding? Like, I'm gonna seem conceited or I'm gonna be too selfish or, oh my God, you know? But inside, I was craving that. I'm like, what about me, you know? And it's okay. It's okay. Like, we were talking about how I'm going to be 50 this year. And it's, you know, I wish I had realized these things, you know, in my 30s. Or, But it happens when it happens, right? Yeah. Right. And it's to say, you know, if you don't take that, if you don't want to be named a slacker and you don't want to take what Harvard is offering, for example, you can do it at our age. You know, you can yeah. do it. And, and sometimes it even means more. It just, you know, it just depends. So how do you get those things crossed off? So the first step is to write them down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Write them down. I mean, yeah, it's, it's weird because at least in American culture, if we write things down, it's like, boom, that's it. Like that's the Bible all of a sudden that you can't change it. And so I rec- highly recommend people using paper and pen, not putting it on the computer, because then you can, you can put it someplace where you can see it every day, right? If it's in your laptop, you don't see it. It's, you know, just another document. Put it on a shirt and just wear that. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's on my mirror in the bathroom. So every morning I have to see it. Right. But the great thing about pen and pencil is that you can just, you can cross things off and then you can add things too. Right. You leave enough margins so that it's ever changing. It doesn't have to be this, you know, a uh, concrete thing that's like, okay, if I have to, if I can't do it, I'm, you know, getting, get frustrated. And um, yeah, it, it can be fluid. It's okay for it to be fluid. And I think the other thing you kind of mentioned it, um, I don't tell, I mean, I tell people what I'm doing all the time, but, but I tell people don't share your bucket list with just anybody. Mm. 
you need to make sure that you're sharing that list because of something you just said is that there's a, a lot of people are doubters. A lot of people still live in that culture where it's, you know, like you said, it, it's, they look at it as like what I'm doing. A slacker. As, yeah. Right, a slacker or I'm a narcissist because I'm doing my own things and I'm, you know, and my partner's sitting at home, you know, and, and I'm yeah, out. How selfish, right? Oh my right, goodness. Right. And you're not taking right. care of the family. Like, right. honestly, you know, people yeah. would say that all the time, but it's like, yeah. I'd like to differ. I'm taking more care of my family because I'm actually happy. Right. You know, it's the old, it's the old airplane uh, yes. analogy, right? <laughs> you got to put the mask on your, for yourself first, because if you don't put your mask on, then, then you're not going to be able to help the other person next to you. Mm-hmm. And you can do that without being like completely detrimental to your relationships. Right. <laughs> and, and you can do that in a way that, like you said, brings when you're happy, then you get to spread that. And it just infectious a story I tell is, um, came back from walking the Camino to Santiago and I went into the office and I, I had boundaries with my social media and people I worked with and the students I worked with and stuff. So lots of people didn't, don't, didn't see what I was doing. And so I took uh, my phone in to one of the persons who, who I enjoyed being with uh, the most in my office. And I showed her this reel on Instagram that I made that was just me uh, and selfies. It was just a, like a slideshow of selfies of me and all the people that I had met along the way. And after she was done looking at it, she said, I've never seen you that happy. Wow. And in four years, you've never seen me that happy. You know, I have, I have not, probably not been doing a good job. If in four years, you have not been seeing me that happy. And that's when I decided I was going to quit my job and, and take a gap year and make myself joyful again and have some joy, right? I think there's, I think there's somewhat of a difference between happiness and joy. Joy's ongoing. You know, happiness is oh, yeah. momentary, but joy is, joy's ongoing. And it's a mindset that you have to embrace um, to be fully able to, to give to other people. Um, you, you really can't give to others and not have joy in your heart because uh, then yeah. you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and life is too short to, to worry about everything else. Like, I just, I love how you say we sell our hours and we sell our time. Mm. Like, you know, you know, I haven't heard it quite be said that way before. And it just paints this really clear picture. And it's true. We're all on borrowed time. You know, how much of that time do you want to give away? And, you know, and you really want to give to yourself. And even though some people might think, okay, like for me, for example, I'm married. I've been married 26 years and I would do, you know, the travel around the world, but my spouse may not really want to do it. But he's the first one to say, you know what, if you got to go, you got to go. Like, I'll be here when you get back, you know, but (laughs) my family would be like, what are you kidding me? You know, like, how could you let him just, how could you leave? Like, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, I know him well enough that if he says go, you know, not that I would kind of get permission, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, um, it's fascinating to me. And I come from a very old fashioned immigrant family, mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't mean, I don't know. But then as they get older, they're like, I understand, you know, they get close, yeah. their friends start to die. No, it's true. Like yeah. their friends start to die. And they're like, well, I don't, you know, all my friends are gone. They're like, do everything you want now, you know, and maybe yeah. it's too late for them, but let, I don't know, let's not wait for that moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm super lucky. Um, my partner and I uh, 
still see each other as uh, individual people. Yes. <laughs> and so we, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, when I was, when I was married for 25 years, it, it was, that was not a thing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we were a conglomeration of two people. And yeah. so I don't think I was my best during that because I wasn't able to be me. Mm. Yeah. And, and so I'm grateful that I have someone in my life now that sees me as an individual knows, right? So, so going back to the Camino, um, <clears throat> so you can get, you get a certificate of completion when you're done, which is really yes. cool. It's very cool. Western. That's awesome. Um, and so you have to walk a hundred kilometers, just a hundred kilometers or bike 200 kilometers to get the certificate. Okay. So as you're walking along, you, you're staying at the hostels and you're going to eat. They give you, they stamp you a little credential. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. You turn it in at the end and then they, they, so they calculate how far you've gone and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, when I told my partner, I said, I'm going to do this. She's like, I don't think I want to do that because she's not, she just, <laughs> yeah. she, she didn't want to stay in the bunk beds with, you know, 25 other people and you know share showers and you know so she was like and that's okay on. and that's yeah. okay yeah. yeah so so she wound up deciding that she was um she was celebrating her 50th as you're about to do and she wanted to do some solo traveling okay. so for about two and a half weeks uh during one while I was walking she went to Milan or excuse me she went to Madrid uh, Sevilla Barcelona she traveled around Spain by herself staying in these nice hotels and doing all those things and then the, the last five days of the walk which would encompass you know enough to get a certificate she joined me and we got oh we that's got, great yeah so it was something we we can claim we did together but like I still have my time where I was out doing my thing and being who I needed to be along the walk. And we have joint friends now that we, we met on the Camino. Um, I was in Costa Rica a month ago, crashed uh, one of our pilgrim friends wedding together. You know, I mean, it's, you know, so, so we got to be two individuals, mm. and, but we shared something at the same time. And I just think that's, that's perfect experience. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. You know, a bit of everything. Like when you yeah. choose the items on your list, is it always emotionally driven? Like, is it something that you know is going to, I don't know, affect you in some way? Because I think that would be it for me. I'd have to, like, I want to feel like this. Where can I get that feeling from? You know, something yeah. I can't get through work. Yeah. So for so for me, a lot of things on my bucket list are communal, what I call communal. So like uh, I, I have a no pun intended burning desire to go to burning man right I and mean, burning man is something i really want to do i want to do it with my two best friends you know uh, again something my partner's probably not good like she's interested but like sand in every crack of your body is not something she's really interested in yes so so um so yeah so my things kind of wind up being a little bit communal um whether i'm doing them with people or um you know or i'm going to something that is um, communal in nature, just like the Camino was. I knew I was going to be able to build friendships all around the world. It was part of the reason I wanted to do it. I wanted to get out of my bubble, meet some people, and now I have friends, you know, basically all over the world. So mine winds up being very communal. 
Um, but I think it's, I, I think it goes back more to the joy. What's going to bring you joy? If it's not going to bring you joy, right? Um, like my one friend who had, who had, you know, repairing her relationship with her mom. I'm like, is that going to bring you joy? And she's like, well, yeah, that would make me the happiest person in the world. I'm like, well, then put it on there and let's go. Like, what do you need to do? Um, so, so that's the the qualifier to me is what brings you joy, right? Um, I think that's the most important thing. Mm. I love that, you know, and, and some people might argue that a bucket list is like a to-do list, but oh my God, they're so different. You oh, know, yeah. Like to-do is like, oh my God, <laughs> it's a chore and it's something you have to, like, who's to say you can't write one thing on your list. And then once you get to that one thing, all the other stuff comes into light. Right. You, you don't have to have it all planned out. That's the whole point. I mean, it's great to put, you know, a bunch of things on there. But it's all like you're in Italy right now and you probably have some sort of plan of where you want to go, whether it's, you know, secure or not. I don't know. But while you're there, you may think of something else, you know, or something else might come up that'll that'll kind of pull you into a different direction. Whereas to do lists are so like, you know, you feel like a failure if you don't do every single one of them. Right. Yeah. So that I ran into that. I I went to Thailand in 2000 five in 2006 after the tsunami to do some relief work and i um 2006 i went more as a tourist to put my dollars back in the community and i went to a temple that has like these 1200 steps to get up to the top of this mountain and there's the foot of the buddha on top of this mountain and suppose it's like just an imprint that looks like a foot and um i started going up this and it's not like stairs it's more like a ladder <laughs> more than anything and i think i got to like 900 i got yeah i got to like 900 steps and i'm like i can't i, I had to go back down like there's no way i can complete this and my my legs were wobbling and shaking and you know i was out of breath and i just, I just couldn't do it i was out of shape not prepared mentally for what i was gonna do it was just you know 300 steps away and i still couldn't but you did 900 you did 900 i know I know, but I came back down. I came back down and I told myself, I'm never going to start something like that again until like, unless I can finish it. Mm. And that sounds good, except for the fact that it, it made me paralyzed from the standpoint that I just didn't do anything, right? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try anything because I was oh, so okay. afraid of not completing it, right? It's like you say, talking about a list, right? Yes. I put it on there and I don't cross it off of my failure. It's like, I got stuff on my list. I don't know if I'll ever do or not. But I hope I do, and, and one day I might decide. Okay, I'm going to do that, right? Um, but that's why for me it was important to do something big so that I could cross something off and go. Okay, I know I can do this, right? And again, it, the big may be learning how to cook pad thai. It may be, <laughs> yes. you know, that may be something big for somebody, and that's okay. It's it's not it's not about it's not about the grandeur of, of the item. It's about, does it again, going back to, does it bring you joy? And, you know, we're hoping that we can cross them all off. And that's what we're talking about today is getting them crossed off, not just putting them down, but you know, there's something said for having also that dream and something to look forward to, to me, especially during the pandemic, you oh, know, yeah. dreams is what kept me going so even if I couldn't do some of the things I really set my heart out you know I had had all the intentions of going back to Guatemala a couple of times during the pandemic that didn't happen and it just you know just thinking about okay preparing for the next time the next time at least it gets you through that hump of 
you know, it's okay. But when you don't have any aspirations like that, whether it's a bucket list or you want to call it something else, life can get uh, like a groundhog day, you know, it, it can just get so repetitive. You wake up, it's 20 years later, and now you've got some chronic illness and you can't do anything. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's sad. So I really want people to give themselves permission to try. And like uh -huh. you said, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be this grandeur, like put some really cool, big adventurous thing, but then put something more attainable. Right. Right. Well, I think, and I think, you know, I'm the, the, the dream boards or the vision boards, I think those have a place and they're, they're a good spot for that in, in your well being. Um, for me, a bucket list item, you need to be able to check it off, right? You need to be able to cross mm -hmm. it off. Um, so like the example I give, and, and I get pushed back from this all the time, but it's it's the example I give is I'm a huge fan of Saturday Night Live. I love Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I've watched it since 1977 when I was seven years old and probably shouldn't have been. You know, I, I love the show. And so I have had actual dreams where I have said live from New York at Saturday Night Live on stage in this cold open sketch, you know, yeah. in front of the cameras. And so that's a, that's a dream I have, but the realism side of that tells me that, you know, there's less than a thousand people in the world that have ever said those words on TV, live on TV like that. And only th less than a thousand people. And for me to, to be able to, to do that, I have to be like Tom Brady or The Rock or, you know, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow or so, whoever, right? I mean, I, I would have to be like something major. So I'd have to do like a million things before I'd even get to that point of being able to do it. Um, so so that's like a dream and it's nice to have and, and I like thinking about it every once in a while. But a difference is like something I do have on my bucket list, which is I want to be an extra on a Star Wars or a TV show or a movie, right? Yeah, that's great. And that, that's something that I could probably obtain. If I tried really hard, if I set my mind to it, I know some people who know some people who know some people, I know the business a little bit, I could probably get into <laughs> being on the stage and you can put a stormtrooper helmet on me and I'll shoot the laser gun and I'll miss everybody. It's fine. I don't have to be seen. I just want to be able to say I'm on, I've been, you know, I've, I've been on the set. I could get that done, right? It's on there. It's not like something I'm actively pursuing, but, but it's, but I think one day I'm just going to be like, all right, let's do it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. And, and I probably can't. And so, so that I think is, is something for me is that I, I think that the stuff you put on your list should be obtainable because it is, it is something you want to cross off. Right. So, so when it's a dream board or a vision board, it's just like, oh, those are nice things. And I putting my intentions out there and everything, but, but you really need, because if you have a list and you can't cross anything off, like you said, that would just get frustrating. Yeah. But you know, having said that, you could try to like get somebody to, to be interested in doing like a documentary or something. And you could be like, you know, Roger Williams, Netflix docu documentary on how to get all the bucket list stuff crossed <laughs> off. And you may just get connections to do the Saturday uh, Night Live. You just don't know. <laughs> don't know but i'm sure i, I think i know <laughs> so you got the tattoos you're in italy all of these things so what what else is on your list i've got to ask you Jeez. yeah um i'm gonna be crossing off visiting all 50 states this year uh, once i get good. back home I, I have 48 so i only have two more left so oh, got, very I've good got, yeah i've got north dakota and alaska so nice 
<laughs> yeah. So actually a group of Camino friends are, we're all going to go to Alaska together. And it's going to be the last date and I'm going to cross off and we have a little party. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I'm, right, I'm currently writing a book. Um, it's been in my head for a long time and I'm trying to get it out. And so that's kind of why I'm in the terror Italy, which no one's ever heard of. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm here trying to write a book. I've been for the past month or so. So I'm trying to get that out of my Great. head and get that done. And then um, something else I'm, I'm looking at doing is um, in the States, we have the Pacific Coast Trail, the Continental Divide, and the um, Appalachian Trail, which are all hike-throughs that take multiple months to do. <clears throat> and after walking the Camino, I decided I don't want to do that <laughs> anymore. But, I, but they do have on those trails what they call trail angels, who kind of set up little camps for the hikers when they come through okay. to give them food or uh, medical attention or fixed equipment or that kind of thing so i'm going to try to see if i can't put together a ah. uh, tra trail angel camp on each one of the someplace on each one of those trails uh for a week and get some other people to join me and help me do that and stuff so well, that'll I'm be different yeah yeah sounds like you're so having I'm, a lot I'm, of fun I am. I'm happy. That's <laughs> I'm happy and full joy. So that's the main that's the main point. And you're right smack in the middle of it, right? As we're doing our interview. Yes. I'm in the, I'm just about in the middle of my my adult gap years as I call it. So I've got about five more weeks here in Europe and then uh and a trip to Israel and it's gonna be heading to London before I go home and then I go back to the to the real world and uh, keep trying to do stuff. But you know what? When you go back to the real world, you would have learned so much more about who you are, about how you want the rest of your life to be. And you'd be more grateful for the things that you have too. And, you know, you'll be, it's a different, I don't know. I think everything, you, every single thing you cross off, it's just another, I don't know, another stepping stone, right? In your life, just learn so much about everybody, every, like the yeah. world, about yourself. Well, there's a sad, the satisfaction of, of knowing that I completed those things, right? I mean, yeah. being knuckle tattoos, that's not a big deal. It took me an hour, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and cost me a couple hundred bucks. But but it's still, it's like I'm fulfilling something that I've always wanted mm. um, to do, whether it's knuckle tattoos or write a book or whatever it is. And that makes me, my self-worth that much more. And so when I do, like you said, when I do, if I have to go back to um, selling my labor, um, I'm going to make some requests. Yeah. Right. Right. right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to just accept whatever they give me. I'm going to make some requests and say, here's, here's how I'm going to work. And here's what I expect, you know, and here are some boundaries I'm going to set. And, yeah. you know, so I think that having more self-worth is what's really going to come out of, out of this journey for me is that I will, I'll feel better about myself and more secure about who I am and who I want to present myself to be in the world. I love that, you know, and then the boundaries come up and the priorities and so many things change. I love it. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to be, I know you have that boundary with your students and with what you're doing and in your own life, but I'm sure you're going to be sharing some of it. And you know how many people are going to listen to your story and be inspired. And that's exactly what you want. I hope so. You know, yeah. and it's it's great. It, it's going to be so great. Maybe when once you finish your book, you can come back on if you like, and you can share it with us. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will. It's not. It, it's so interesting because 
because after I say I've gone to the Camino, everyone's like, oh, is your book about the Camino? It's like, no, my book's not about the Camino. And I sit here and talk about the bucket list stuff. And it's like, oh, is your book about the bucket list? And I'm like, no, no, it's not, not at all. So, yeah, as long as it's not about politics or business, we're good to go. You yes, can- <laughs> we're good. We're good. Neither one of those things for sure. Do you have any any tips on people crossing off their things? or anything that we didn't talk about today that I don't know maybe will help some people or just pushing them to make this decision you know that they should yeah first. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm get a piece of paper out and just put bucket list on the top of it and just leave it there if you don't have ideas because that'll give you space when you do go oh I've always wanted to do that that should be on my bucket list where's that piece of paper mm. and so I think that's really important um, like we said earlier um share your list with people that will lovingly hold you accountable yes instead of wanting to be competitive or be debbie downers um you definitely want to share your list with people that will love you through that list um Mm -hmm. that's super important make it uh definitely make it obtainable make your items attainable um because if you have a list and you can't cross anything off then that would get frustrating frustrating for me yeah and as far as i I mean i do i do tell people to um talk to other people ask other people what's on their list Mm. um and and i think it's a good conversation to have with people especially like people you love especially people you care for um but just it's a great conversation to have um kind of just like my purpose for the podcast that i have is that it's i just want people to start thinking about the process of why did people put things on their list how do they cross them off those are those are questions that you need to ask yourself um as you're developing that list and so then the other thing is um wow so much um just think about the things that you've already you're already into right like whatever like my like my friend that's the wants to do the cooking and then i have another friend that he um, plays golf, which I can't stand. I can't stand golf. I'm never going to play it. But he wants to. He wants to do a 50 state trip where he plays golf in every state in, in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Great. Fantastic. That's his whole list, right? He doesn't have anything else on his list except and you're accomplishing that. Accountable, right? <laughs> yeah, lovingly, <laughs> of course. You know, even though I can't stand golf, I'm like, all right, bro, go for it, man. Um, so so we we talk about it we talk about different courses in different states and where he wants to play and all that kind of stuff and it's fun to talk about that stuff but what is it that you're already into what do you already like what is you know for me like the star wars thing like i'm a a huge nerd so that's something and i also don't think people should be afraid to putting down things that they won't want to buy for themselves right i'm a i'm a collector and I have a comic book collection that dates back to 1958 and it's missing four issues. So whenever I go different cities, I search out the comic book stores and you know try to find those, those issues that I'm missing. And that becomes my memento for my trips that I take. Again, that's an emotional connection you have with those. It's not like you're yes. putting TV on a list or do you know uh, what I mean? And yeah. I don't know, there's... So for me, it's a couple of things that you can really get to know somebody by is what they put on their bucket list and mm-hmm. their book, book and CD collection. Okay. You can really it's tell. A CD. It's a CD. <laughs> you can really, you know, it's true. If you go to somebody's house for the first time or whatever, you see, you know, you see their books or if they have books and you can already kind of get a sense of who they are, 
You know what sure. I mean? You can. And I think the bucket list idea, it's, it's, it's similar too. You can yeah. really tell. And you never know, maybe somebody's got something on theirs that you never thought of, but sounds like the coolest thing. And, you know, you can put it on yours too, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. And again, going back to my show, I and mean, that's one of the other things that I, will, I hope listeners get out of it, right? I interview one uh, guest each episode and I, and I ask them about one item that they've crossed off their list. So we just talk about that one item. And I've, I've had all different kinds of people on there. We've, we had one woman that is an artist and she wanted to raise a million dollars for oh. charity through her art and she accomplished that goal like four or five years or something it's crazy it took her barely any time i have Amazing. another another guest that uh he collects autographs and uh, so i asked him what's the one that you always what was the top on your list and he said arnold schwarzenegger so like <laughs> so it's i don't the great, great thing about my guests on the show is just like other people's book list i don't I don't judge them. If you're passionate about it and it brought you joy, then and you want to share it with people, let's bring it on. So it's so, so contagious, yeah. you know. Like even yeah. hearing, even if it's not your thing, like you're you're the friend with the golf, you know, you can right. just pick up on the on the joy that he has, and yes, it still makes you feel good, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love talking to him about. It. I hate golf. <laughs> I love talking to him about it, right? I mean, because he's passionate about it, and he and it's, it brings him joy, and he's having fun with it and it's like all right well, let's talk about that I, I love talking to you about that yeah you know there's so many awful things in the world that we had to we have to grab onto these things that you know just make us laugh and make us feel positive things and it's it's so important to have that balance i think yes feel you know yeah so where can we find you your uh, podcast again is crossing it off correct yep, yes you can find it just about anywhere you listen to podcasts um even on facebook mobile i think now um <laughs> yes <laughs> so so yeah you can find it anywhere you get podcasts it's a weekly show and um I'm thankfully part of my one of the things about bucket list is to make sure i drop an episode every week so i've been able to accomplish <laughs> that um it's not the nice thing too about it is it's not about me it's about it's about my guests and them telling their story although i am in an upcoming i have an upcoming episode that i will be i will be the, the guest and somebody else is going to be interviewing me so yeah so the the couple that i crashed their wedding in costa rica i'm going to interview them about <laughs> having a destination wedding and then they're going to interview me about crashing their wedding so, <laughs> that'll be, awesome. so that'll be fun and then you can find me and uh, see some of the stuff that i'm doing and get reminders about the show on instagram at crosser.offer i love it so within the next seven days what are you going to be doing we need to live vicariously through you the next week <laughs> are I, you in italy I, for much longer I, I'm in Italy for another month, except oh, on okay. Sunday, except this Sunday. Um, I don't know when this episode of yours drops, so it won't, hopefully it won't be a spoiler for anybody. But um, I am I am traveling to Israel for four days to uh, go be a roadie for a friend of mine's band. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Wow, that's great. Yeah, love yeah, it. I'm excited. Love I'm excited. It. Keep enjoying your life, you know, and keep, keep inspiring people. And I'm so glad we touched base, you know, with this topic because I don't know. I just, I love talking about travel. Like I'm a travel fanatic too. And yeah. don't get to go nearly to as many places as I would like so far, but um, we'll have to compare bucket lists. I think I'm going to keep adding to mine, but yeah, do please do. 
It's because I want, I would just want everyone to experience the joy that I'm experiencing. And I think that's the most important thing. So now you keep doing that. And I hope your listeners do that too. Yeah. You'll, you, you know, as soon as you cross off the first, first or second thing, you'll be like, why did I wait so long? That's right. Yeah. And you just, and and I don't know, just talking about it today is getting me, you know, right back into, I love doing things um, differently than other people. And so. Yeah, it's, I'm excited. Thank you yeah. so much for taking oh. the time and, and talking to me at, you know, almost one in the morning now. And no problem. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very honored that you had me and I wish you all success. Thank you. Have a great, safe rest of your bucket crosser offer list thing. <laughs> yes, I will do my best. If you're looking for clarity on your passion, Sign up for my free five-day email challenge today on my website at www.neliahut.com. That's www.neliahutt.com to sign up now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.